This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 14th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Federal workers earn far more than workers in the private sector, and the gap between them is growing. So says Chris Edwards in his new report, Reducing the Costs of Federal Worker Pay and Benefits. He discusses the high and growing price of our federal workforce. Well, the Bureau of Economic Analysis recently released new data showing that in 2014, on average, federal workers earn 78% more in pay and benefits than the average worker in the private sector. So that's why I say federal workers are an elite island of secure and high-paid employment, separated from the ocean of average Americans competing in the economy. There's a lot of discussion about income inequality in this country. Uh, one of the uh, drivers of it is the fact that federal, the federal workforce, over 2 million workers, is so well paid. Now, uh, how do you arrive at that data? What is a comparable job or a comparable employment situation for the average American versus the average federal worker? Well, the starting point is looking at overall averages. And overall, federal workers earn about 78% more now than private sector workers. And people rightly point out that, you know, if we want to figure out exactly how much to pay federal workers, we should do apples to apples comparisons. How much should a, a federal accountant or lawyer earn compared to a private sector accountant and lawyer? And there have been a number of studies over the years um, by other think tanks in Washington here, by the CBO, that look at job-to-job comparisons, and they generally find that federal workers are overpaid, maybe 10 to 20 percent in terms of their wages, but in benefits, they are far overpaid. So, for example, the Congressional Budget Office found that in terms of benefits, federal workers uh, get 48 percent higher uh, benefits than private sector Uh, employees in similar sorts of jobs. Where were we, say, 20 years ago with respect to federal worker pay versus uh, workers in the private sector? Well, one of the things I noticed about federal pay and why I'm concerned about it is that if you look historically, there's been a 20-year trend now in increasing levels of federal pay compared to the private sector. So if you go back to 1990, the average federal worker earned 39 percent more uh, than the average private sector worker. You jump forward to 2000, the federal advantage had jumped to 50%. And if you jump to today, the federal advantage has jumped to 78%. So, you know, while there's always been, uh, you know, a lot of high paid workers in the federal government, like lawyers, their advantage seems to have increased substantially in the last few decades. What of the argument that, look, we're paying people to, to live, uh, for example, in an expensive area like Washington, D.C. We have to provide salaries that are commensurate with uh, the demands of the housing market and price level in Washington. My basic complaint now is that I, I think federal wages are, are not the real uh, serious problem here. It is benefits. There is no reason for the excessively generous federal benefits. So, for example, Federal workers not only get a 401k-style defined contribution plan, on top of it, they get a defined benefit plan uh, or an annuity. So they get two types of pension. That is unheard of in the U.S. private sector these days. So I think, for example, we ought to eliminate the federal defined benefit uh, uh, annuity 
program. So, you know, yes, we have to pay uh, federal workers fairly, but, you know, this is really excessive. Now, the federal defined benefit, that is something that almost no private sector workers have, is a defined benefit pension. That's right. I mean, the defined benefit pension plans have gone the way of the dinosaur in the private sector. And the federal defined benefit plan is uh, pretty lucrative. It's actually even inflation protected. So, you know, it keeps up with the government runs more inflation. Federal workers uh, get fatter benefits uh, in their pensions over time. What are some of the, the key differences in other areas of federal employment that contribute to this? Well, one of the ways we know that federal workers uh, get very uh, lucrative compensation is that the voluntary quit rate in the federal government is extremely low. Federal workers only quit at one-fourth of the rate that workers in the private sector quit. So. You know, a lot of uh, the federal unions and, and federal workers have emailed me recently and complained that I'm, I'm not doing apples to apples comparisons. But, you know, the bottom line is that federal workers are actually very comfortable in their job and they, they rarely uh, voluntarily quit their jobs or at least at a lot lower rate in the private sector. The flip side of the low quit rate in the federal government is that the federal workers have a very low firing rate. So the federal workers have very high job security, which is a, which is a benefit of their jobs. It's hard to sort of quantitatively uh, account for. The federal, federal firing rate is only one-sixth of the firing rate in the private sector. Uh, for misconduct, for bad job performance, federal workers are almost never fired. So that is one, you know, one very solid benefit of federal work that is not accounted for in this data. And you would normally expect that uh, workers would want to uh, trade off high pay and job security. And that doesn't seem to be a problem here. That trade-off doesn't have to be made for federal workers in general. That's right. The fact that the federal worker uh, firing rate and uh, layoff rate is so low is an argument that they actually should get lower wages and, and paid benefits than private sector workers because they get a big benefit here that is not accounted for. Because the federal government is a single purchaser of certain employment services, uh, how would we get to a market rate for those people to begin with? Right. One of the reform solutions here is that, you know, the federal government does a lot of things that could be done in the private sector. So I don't know exactly how much federal postal workers ought to be paid. I don't know how much federal air traffic controllers or Amtrak employees uh, ought to be paid. But we can privatize those activities. So Britain, for example, have privatized their post office, they privatized their air traffic control system, and they privatized their passenger rail system two decades ago. So in Britain, the wages for those activities are determined in the market. And I think that's the direction of reform we ought to go here in the United States. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. Read his new report at downsizinggovernment.org.